listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 26 on EdReach. The results are obvious. Kids are playing more games. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, October 15th, 2011. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A muy grande voice. Ooh, grande. Hmm. I think it's a voice muy grande. Oh, it might be. Oh. I like nachos, but grande. Mm, I like the volcano nachos. I, that's I, I learned my Spanish. That, yeah. Nachos Belgrande. Uh, that comes from a show called Beavis and Butthead. Uh, I'm not really trying to make fun of. I could go through. Yeah, I could go through many lines from that show. <laughs> I heard they're favorites. bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. Mike Judge, funny guy. Okay. Hey, hey. This show is dedicated <laughs> to education gaming, not how to learn Spanish from a online uh, <laughs> MTV show. Uh, on any platform, we'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs and old MTV shows. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom or, or ineffectively <laughs> by me. Uh, Jerry's a pretty good teacher. I'm Zach. Imiyamo Jerry. Is that correct? Si. Okay. I'm going to do the Jumbo whole show Pest. in Spanish today. Oh, that'd be great. I taught eighth grade Spanish once. Did you? Mm-hmm, for a semester. <laughs> once. <laughs> okay. Uh, Je m'appelle Gilbert. Wow, did you really speak French? Nine. Was that German? <laughs> Wait, what? Yet. Nada. Oh. Okay. I'm glad we've made it through the intro. <laughs> Jerry? Jerry? Who are you? Uh, my name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher at Schomburg High School in Schomburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies and language arts teacher from Norma, Illinois. <laughs> Not so normal tonight. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? Don't you think? Hey, you know what? I forgot to mention before we started the show, um, there's a new Mitsubishi commercial uh, that talks about, because we have this big, we're now turning into EV town. Oh, um, I saw it with Normal Illinois. Yeah, isn't that I great? I thought of you. Yeah, yeah. because you know, I'm, I'm normal. I wondered, uh, is that is that really Normal Illinois? Is that like, you know where yeah, all that it stuff was. is? Yeah, it was. It okay. was. There was actual people from Normal that were, you know, in the commercial. They really showed the downtown and everything, and I wondered yeah. if that was really Normal. I've never been to Normal. I will be there in November. Are you? Yep. I'll be presenting at uh, the college that's down there. Uh you mean like Illinois State University? Yeah, the rather large college. Yes. Yeah, the one that has twenty three thousand <laughs> students. You know, it's name had slipped my. Yeah, and we also have you know uh, Illinois Wesleyan University too. I'm not presenting at that one. Yeah, that's a nice uh, university also. Uh, yeah, so this yeah I'll, I'll put the link on there, but um, yeah, it's kind of a, a neat little commercial. Cool. So I want I want a little I'd love to have a, a little electric car. I think you should. Because, you know, I, I drive, we have a minivan, and we have a 96 Accord, and it's like, why do we, you know, I just drive to and from school. Why do I need something big? So, do you want one that you can, like, plug in? Yeah. Plug it in, and, and I have to buy gas. And it's so crazy. What if you forget oh. to plug it in? <laughs> I don't get to work. Can you, can you bring a really long extension cord? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can, yeah. It just, oh, I can only make it. Just down the block. 
That's awesome, though. Like, that brings, like, a whole new vein of calling in sick to work. Like, I forgot to plug in my car last night. Sorry. Hey, oh, power outage. Power outage. <laughs> I can't make it to work. Can't start power the buses, kids. Sorry. Oh, man. That would be that'd be something, That's wouldn't fantastic. it? Fantastic. That'd be something. Hey, so, uh, you know, we need to talk about, like, educational <laughs> gaming or something here. Yeah, so... Uh, I got another article from a just a wonderful contributor to EdReach. Who's that? I I don't know. I think he's from up your 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 way. Mm, uh, High School way or it's Scott Weidig. Oh, do you know? Wait, that sounds familiar. Does it? Scott Weidig. Hmm. Oh, you know, I know who he is. He's my do tech you? coordinator oh, at my school. He? Yeah, you know, he works like just upstairs from me. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I think see him now a couple times a day, if not more. <laughs> I think now he just does it just for the fun of it. Yeah, I think so. To get under his skin. So he sends me this article. Mm-hmm. Doesn't send it to you. He's probably sending them all to my my EdReach account, which I still don't have a password <laughs> to get into. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I just snorted there. So, um. Yeah, he sent me this article. It says 91% of kids aged 2 to 17 uh, video games. That's a fantastic sounding interview. I would like to read. Hold hold on. How did I read that? 90%. Okay, the the thing's short. 91% of kids aged 2 to 17 playing video games. That's, um, yeah, surprise. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of where we got our title because it's like people spend money. They're probably spending tens of thousands, you know, of dollars, if not some of these studies, hundreds of thousands of dollars to say that, you know, I know they're putting out the numbers and everything, but yep. uh, pretty obvious. Yeah, there's a lot of kids it's playing video games. Kind of a weird stat, only because, like, children from 2 to 17 is such a range. Like, okay, so. Yeah, especially uh, a younger age. See, yeah, I'd love to see, like, how each age broke down because 91% yeah. isn't really an average considering you can only hit a hundred. So like are right. like really ninety percent of two year olds playing video games? That's yeah. pretty crazy if that's true. I, mean, I don't yeah. I'm not sure I've ever walked by a two year old and seen him playing a video game, but And it's not just it's not like they're sitting on the Xbox, you know. Right. You know, they're playing that's mobile gaming. So I, I see parents with their out with their young kids and they might have their phones. Okay. Or an iPad. I'll I'll buy that for a dollar. Yeah, so, but, you know, two-year-olds, I don't know if I'm giving them my iPad. Yeah, that seems... There you go, kid. Seems dangerous. Yeah, drop this. Yeah, that that would be good. So, this number, you, you were comparing it, and I thought so well, to books. You know, like, if you had to take the number of kids, that, that same group of kids, how many of them read a book consistently? <laughs> or, how many of them read? I love this. <laughs> two-year-olds... They're playing video games, but they they might not be able to read. I okay. So in the article, does it say video games regularly? I mean, is there some kind of what like what has played a video game? Because I'd say like ninety one percent of those kids have read something at some point. Right. So like, was it saying regularly? I don't know. Well, this part here it talks about the biggest growth was in mobile devices. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. In 2009, only 8% of kids in this range were doing mobile gaming. Now that's jumped up to 38%. 
The biggest growth has been in the two to five year old range. Yeah, makes sense. More kids are playing more games before they can even speak properly. Hmm. So the growth is no surprise. So what was your question again? Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I mean, like how 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 regular is this? Because okay, yeah, so children, yeah, like children also read books, you know, when forced, but don't often read them on their own. Right. I think they just do they do they play games? Do they do them? I don't I don't think it's a I'm not seeing in this article. I'm not seeing anywhere where it's saying, you know, they have to play so many hours a day or a week. Okay. So, yeah. so I think it's pretty it's pretty is. wide open. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we should call the NPD then. Yeah, NPD. I, I it's <laughs> that's the group that uh that did the study, but I don't. I've never heard of them before. Well, comprising I've heard of the few sixty-four million children strong. If that isn't a market, I don't know what is. The author said. That? I'm reading the second paragraph. Oh, you know what I did read here? Okay, and this, this is throwing me off. It's a little-known fact. This is how it starts: that the phrase "the children are our future" was actually originally uttered by a gaming company executive. Does that? It, it doesn't say who. Who was that? I just Googled that. I thought that was Michael Jackson. Oh, no, it's Whitney Houston. I Googled it, and all I'm getting oh, is... was it Whitney Houston? Lyrics. Yeah. Oh, was it wasn't Michael Jackson? The children uh, are our future. Teach them well. Don't lead the way. I, I am... Oh, it is Maybe it is Whitney. Yeah. You possess inside. Okay, sorry. We might need to cut Houston that out. Also agrees the children are our future. Yeah. Well, she was an awesome singer. That the best... Have anything to do with... I know. She has the best version... Of the national anthem. I'm sorry. That's my favorite. Okay. Just thought I'd add that out there. And all I'm... I'm having water now. That's just to let you know. Do you know what drives me crazy? Bing. <laughs> Let's really go on a tangent. Yeah. So, why does Bing bother you? I. It doesn't actually give you the results or anything. It sends you on more searches. You click a great article about how, you know, some... Uh, Beyonce might be pregnant, but it's not actually <laughs> going to give you the answer. Is Beyonce pregnant? It's going to say, find out why Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce might be pregnant, or it could be this, like severe bloating or something. And then you click on a link and it takes you to 37 pages about severe bloating uh-huh. or, or something else. So See? Jerry's having trouble researching articles for Ed Gamer. And so he ends up going to Beyonce. Is she pregnant or not? I was there because I wanted to be there. Okay. Oh well, at least that's your choice. That's that's good. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that taken care of. We are just way off topic. We are. Hey, just real. We could add just a few quick ones here. Okay. Do some quickies. You you sent me the. Uh, you you did do a search. Hey, we'll bring this back full circle. You did do a search. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it actually came up in Bing, but you were looking up didn't come up in Bing. gaming and education. And you, what did you find? I, I found a really good link on um, <laughs> gaming and education because yeah. there's a new game where you get to be an educator. <laughs> really? Yeah, you get to be an educator and you walk around the halls of a school with your right. students and you yes. try to problem solve. And it actually says here, <laughs> no, it says here on this game, this article, 
wait, wait for it, and I quote, and I quote, gameplay involves exploration, decision-making, and puzzle-solving. I mean, this sounds like a winner. We're on to something here. Yeah, I think you're missing some keywords here. <laughs> Those are all straight out of the article. I don't know. Um, so it's a game for PlayStation called um, Corpse Party. <laughs> yeah. And so you play as a group of students and one teacher that sets out to explore a school called Heavenly Host Elementary. Still sounds okay. <laughs> Lots of people die in Heavenly Host Elementary, <laughs> often in gruesome and or paranormal fashion. Your job is to figure out why. But gameplay involves exploration, decision-making, and puzzle-solving. Okay, here's here's my junior high thinking as I'm looking at this. I'm like, as gruesome, as gory as this is, and this would never happen in the school, boy, the kids would eat this up. <laughs> and they'd be talking about it endlessly. Yeah, all the way up until the day you got fired. <laughs> yes. But, but that's what's is, sad. That's what's bad. That's okay. what's really bad. But this is actually something to talk about because this company, Xseed, I guess, have you heard of them? They're like a gaming company. They're yeah. bringing these Japanese games to the U.S., which is another link on the bottom because these so are all – Yeah, they're based on the, like, Japanese anime. They kind of look like the original, like, you know, ring, like that that creepy horror. What's that, Caroline or what uh, – oh, man. Totally wrong. What's that weird – Coraline? Yeah. Yeah, that one. But that's an English author. That wasn't a. That was a. That was a but it was claymation a thing. Crazy horror movie at one point. It was. It was. It's a great book. Yeah. So that like that, that's Neil Gaiman. That epic, cute thing becoming horror film is like taking over yeah. video games too. It is. It's pretty nasty. I mean, you know, movies like Saw. I, I just can't see. That's just not my. That's not my cup of tea. That's just thing. not. It's not my thing, and it's just I don't need. I don't need that. It's just gross. Yeah, this one is a little. I I put out a warning. If you go, if you find the trailer for Corpse Party, it is pretty aggressive. Did we link this? I I don't think we probably should. No. You can you can search on your own. Yeah, yeah. If you own. want to find it, it's it's kind of nasty. I mean, Corpse Party. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross. Bad. It's was, almost as bad as that Eminem uh, game. Oh yeah. Yeah, seriously. And That's you know where bad. I got this from was our Wired site, too. And I right. I like things from Wired. Yeah, no. It's, they, and it's just a bad they, article in general. Well, it's not a bad article. Oh, oh come on. Gameplay involves exploration, exploration decision-making, and puzzle-solving? Well, it does. I mean, they're telling Gameplay you. Gameplay involves four-year-olds who've been stabbed in the eyes by scissors. Yeah, okay. Well, that's not good. But, I mean, you know, the whole thing is, is that it's – okay, it's just bad. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I, I was trying to defend him. Exceed okay. promises this grisly adventure is definitely much more than an interactive book. Good, because that was my first concern. <laughs> that was a, yeah, this is first... just another interactive book. Yeah, I really... Yeah. Okay, so the next one. <laughs> Last one, real short and sweet, uh, from one of our favorites. Uh, oh, no, it's not that one, is it? So this is... What's this article? This is Games and Storytelling in the Classroom. Yeah, this is the other and one I found when I Googled. That was the other one. But th- they had... But there's also an escapist uh, video. Yeah, from the escapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that talks about storytelling. Those are always fun. Yeah. So what, what's this one here? Oh, this is just a. This is a, actually a recent one from October fifth, and uh, it was do free games have a place in the classroom? So it talks about how you know, which we've talked about before, um, how Valve made Portal free for for download for a limited time, and then it says um, it's Valve's hope that the game will see widespread use in classrooms, which is cool because I've never heard somebody... I mean, you know, we always say it's a great 
educational game, but I don't think I don't think I've ever read a place where Valve came out and said, "Yeah, like we want to use this." In I think they were listening to us. Yeah, dang it. Um, yeah. Portal to the classroom. Remember Portal, Portal to the classroom? That was a great. Show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he goes on to talk a little bit about that, and then it talks about you know video games in the classroom are a new concept. There are schools across the U.S. that use Dance Dance Revolution as part of the oh, yeah. educational curriculum. Oh, Japanese yeah. schools use the DS Brain Age for math and grammar mm-hmm. lessons. Um, so what's I don't this? Know. What's a Super Nintendo one? Five lessons the Super Nintendo teaches. I yeah, I, I looked through that even. It's kind of cool. I I loved. The Super Nintendo. I was I was a Sega Genesis fan, so. Oh, uh, yeah, no. The, the Hedgehog just didn't do anything for me. Sonic used the best. No, no. The, um, no, this one was, um, yeah, the Super Nintendo. That was it. Nobunaga's Ambition, which was like a was role-playing it? type thing. And then Romance of the Three Kingdoms. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Those were good games. And then you had to, when the, when the game didn't work properly, you had to blow on the cartridge. Remember yep. that? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It was uh, my nephew still did that before he plugged his video game into his DS. It brought back memories. He you know blew in the little cartridge, which I don't think you even have to do anymore. But I don't know where he picked that one. Yeah, up. because you'd have you, you have CDs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of okay. a cool site though. Like he's got all his topics to. Yeah, the this site. is this is pretty good. So this is Scott Steinberg. Yeah. Game theory website. Nicely designed. It is nicely designed. So I don't know. Yeah, I've never um, never seen this. It's pretty cool. It looks so like we'll all to, this stuff like is written by the same person who is not Scott Steinberg. These are all written by Nadia Oxford. Yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So it says he's a consulting firm, Tech Savvy Global, founder of the Game Exec Magazine, Game Industry TV hailed as a top technology and video game expert by dozens of publications from USA Today and Forbes mm. and NPR. Okay, so who is Nadia then? I don't know. So, very interesting. Okay, well, I think that's it. Okay. Anything else? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Can you do that in Spanish? Uh, gracias para listenado uh, a gamero podcasto. Yes, you have such a great accent. Gracias. <coughs> Excuse me. Please follow us on edreach.us and please don't judge the rest of the site based upon us. Uh, yeah, I think that could be our middle name. Please, uh, edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. Boycott Bing. <laughs> I like Bing. They have a pretty picture each week. Each day. Each Every day. Every day there's a pretty new picture. I'll send you a new picture every day just so you don't use Bing. <laughs> That's nice. Thanks. Bye.